0: welcome to the very first episode of what the chill your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast
1: we are your hostesses my name is Haley, and i'm natalia and we are so excited to have you here for our very first episode so so cool i feel like we need an air horn right we need some kind of cool celebration noise (laughs) maybe i'll put one in when i edit some confetti, <laughs> um, but today's episode is going to be a little bit different because we want you guys to get the chance to know us a little bit better. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about our format later on, but for now we're just going to jump straight into it and talk a little bit about how the podcast came to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, thank goodness for the internet because we wouldn't even <laughs> right? be friends. We live across the country from each other, so it's really cool that we were able to kind of meet through Twitter and get started on this podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think when it comes to podcasts, most people start them with established friends or people that they've known for a while. And for us, we kind of started the podcast first and then our friendship followed Sue. Yeah. So, that so was I, cool. I followed
0: Natalia on Twitter a little bit ago cause I saw that she was a Swifty and a hockey fan and I was like, girl, me too. And so I <laughs> followed her And I sent her a DM when I first followed her and I was like, you know, uh, Taylor Swift and hockey, we could be best friends.
1: (laughs) She was so right. Absolutely right. But after that, I had tweeted something about wanting to find a podcast that was honestly really non-misogynistic because I feel like when it comes to hockey podcasts, that does oftentimes become the mold and um, Mm -hmm. I was kind of joking around and saying, you know, can I can someone find one for me or am I going to just have to start one myself and Haley <laughs> responded to me and said you know I'd love for you to start a hockey podcast because we want more voices of women in sports and specifically in hockey and I kind of dropped it but a couple weeks later I feel like you were you reached out to me and said if you need a co-host. Yeah, I DM'd her, and
0: I was like, (laughs) I'm not joking. Like, I'm so serious. I would totally start a hockey podcast with you, and so we kind of just started talking from there, and I gave her my phone number, and we just really, like, jumped into it fast. I I think we only really started texting maybe a little over a month ago now, and we just really quickly hit it off. We, like, we have a lot in common, and we were like, let's just do this. Let's give it a shot and see how it goes, so and the what rest of shell history. was formed. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and now we're here. So, Do you want to share a little bit about how you got into hockey and your favorite teams?
0: Yeah, so coming from you know the non misogynistic hockey podcast, <laughs> I actually got into hockey because of my husband. <laughs> he was he was my boyfriend at the time, um, but he was really into the Washington Capitals. And I just kind of started watching with him and I was like this is a sick sport like this is so cool I did not grow up watching sports at all. My family's not a big sports family And so I just got super into it. I was like that's really cool. And then I went to my first game maybe A year after I got into them because at the time we were not living in the DC area So it you know, we couldn't go to games frequently Um, and I was like, wow, yeah, this is like, this is it. And I kind of fell in love with Kuznetsov and his, uh, (laughs) bird celebration. If you know, you know, (laughs) and it just kind of grew from there. I would say I'm maybe even a bigger Caps fan than my husband now. So I love that. It just kind of, uh, blossomed and I got really into, you know, the whole league instead of just the Capitals. I just, it's just such a fun sport. Like it's, it's giant men on (laughs) knife shoes beating each other up like it's the best
1: (laughs) I couldn't have said it better myself I feel like once you become a hockey fan there's no going back
0: oh no definitely not (laughs) how did you end up getting into hockey
1: yeah I feel like hockey has kind of always been a part of my life I I came from a family that played hockey and always watched hockey and oh that's so um, cool that's where like the Canadian roots come in, I guess. But um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I think at the beginning, it really started as a way to bond with them and connect with them in ways that I wouldn't otherwise. And as I grew up, hockey kind of became something that I learned to love for myself. And um, I've always been a Ducks fan because they're my home team, but I briefly lived on the East Coast and um, I kind of adopted the Islanders, I say, because I think watching games at 10 p.m. was so hard. Um, <laughs> That's <the> so <worst.
0: laughs> I hate when we play on the West Coast. It's
1: brutal. It's <laughs> like watching your team at 1 a.m. is not the vibe. <laughs> I'll do it. Don't get me wrong. That's the dedication I'll put in. But it's it was definitely necessary to have a team on the East Coast. And I think throughout that pandemic period, I became an even bigger fan than I was before. And now it's like, I'll talk about hockey to anybody who wants to listen and I think that's why it seems like such a natural segue into podcasting. Um,
0: Now you have a captive audience. Now I hope so.
1: (laughs) I have I have you listening to me and that's what matters. If
0: nobody (laughs) listens to this podcast we at least get our hockey talk off our chest every week.
1: (laughs) I agree. I'm not mad at that. (laughs) Even if we're talking into the void at least we're we've got each other.
0: (laughs) I love it. Such so fun. Okay. That's awesome. So you kind of have two teams.
1: Yeah, I've got two teams, which is it's great because they rarely play each other. And when, when they do I just vote like root for them both. And I guess I yeah. can't lose because neither of them can either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've you've had the problem this season though with them like playing at the same time a lot, I oh, feel yeah. like. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I tend to be the person who like tapes a game and watches it later. Mm. which is an interesting experience, but gotta watch both teams.
0: When you do that, when you have to watch a game later, do you try to, like, avoid spoilers, like, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever? Or are you just like, whatever?
1: It depends. Because, I mean, okay, between you and me and our listeners, I really don't want to watch a game if we're going to get scored on 12 times, and I just sit there (laughs) not naming names. (laughs) Cough, cough, ducks. Um. Yeah, so sometimes I will take a peek, but usually I have my notifications off if I know I'm going to have to watch a game later. Because smart. I don't want to know who scored. Like, I don't want to be expecting yeah. someone to score at this moment in this period, because then it takes the fun out of it.
0: That's smart. But... I like that. Cool.
1: Yeah. I love that.
0: So, yeah, so we on What the Chell are fans of Caps, Ducks, and Islanders but yeah. we don't we don't discriminate. We were no, talking not at all. about Except how we the have Kings. certain we
1: don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We embrace <laughs> hockey fans. We were talking about how we uh we have
0: certain teams that we just like have a soft spot for. Oh yeah. Um that we're not necessarily fans of, but we also don't hate. Like I'm from North Carolina originally, so I have a soft
1: spot for the Canes. How could you not have a soft spot for the Canes? I mean, I know that we played them last night and in- very very luckily pulled out a win which we will talk about later but um
0: we're gonna talk about that later because that's so about. exciting I feel
1: like they're just one of those precious teams in the league 100% yeah yeah for sure
0: I don't know anybody that's yeah,
1: like Ugh, I agree canes. I feel like Gross. I also have a soft spot for the <laughs> abs like I was so overjoyed when they won the cup last season Oh, it was, it was so incredible was really for awesome. them. And, like, a couple of my favorite players have ended up there from the Ducks, and it's just super cool seeing them win, I feel like. Even though we had to lose them on the Ducks, I'm glad that they went and then won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, we everybody has their favorite teams. No. We don't discriminate, we, though. We don't discriminate on this podcast. Absolutely not. Everybody is welcome. <laughs> Even the Kings fans, reluctantly.
0: <laughs> that's how I feel about the Pens. It's just like, when you're a Caps fan, it's just an inherent thing. You just have to hate <laughs> the Penguins.
1: Exactly. But I, st- you're allowed. I still love we'll every We'll welcome Penguins you, fan. but it won't be with open arms. <laughs> we love them because they're hockey fans, not because exactly. of their team of choice. Exactly, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about... Uh,
0: what we do outside of hockey obviously we love watching hockey we love podcasting and
1: but yeah
0: this is just second to our real life
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's our little corner of the internet to
0: talk about hockey but what's in the rest of the world so I love being outside I work at a garden Um, I kind of do like administrative front desk type of stuff but I love when I get to go out in the garden and I like walking and biking and just being outside in nature. Um, I kind of grew up doing that a lot. My parents were like, oh, let's go hiking. Oh, let's go kayaking. Oh, let's, you know, whatever. And and living in the DC metro area, it's so nice here. We get all four seasons. There's lots, lots of hiking and stuff. So that's a lot of fun. And I also really like to read. I'm pretty much a major homebody so I love to just like stay in and cozy up with a book and a blanket and have some hockey on in the background. And
1: What would you say is your favorite genre to read?
0: Oh romance for sure, but not Honestly. not the shirtless man on the cover romance, <laughs> like the romance that has some substance.
1: <laughs> yes, we love substance here. <laughs> but, not that we have anything wrong with Fabio, I'm sure he's a great dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't i'll try just about anything but i do find myself going back to romance again and again and again
1: i'm the same way can't go wrong with a good romance novel especially when it's when it's like a cozy day and you curl up it's just it's the nicest thing it's so satisfying to read a book like that i know they're just
0: they're just so sweet and just lovely they're like a hallmark movie in a book you know yes absolutely <laughs> it is the best time of year i love i unabashedly love hallmark christmas movies
1: <laughs> oh same 100 if i wasn't doing a hod- hockey podcast i would 100 be doing a hallmark christmas movie
0: podcast <laughs> my mom could join us on that one she <laughs> loves them too They're...
1: we might have to do a bonus episode at some point and just dissect hallmark movies <laughs>
0: My, my mom texted me the other day before the Christmas movies started. If I say the other day, it could be any time between <laughs> when I was born and yesterday. So I love that. It was probably like three weeks ago. And she was like, did you know Hallmark does non-Christmas movies? Oh <laughs> my like,
1: goodness, your mom. Yeah, they just have they have them for every season. <laughs> As they should, honestly. I love it. I think Hallmark is killing the game right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are. Oh, what else? What? What about you? What besides reading? Is there anything else you like to do particularly? Or?
1: I really love writing. I'm a huge fan of that in general. I I come from a background of um, writing blog articles and um, press releases. Mm. I I worked in social and marketing previously and. Um, that kind of tended to be the way that I got writing out of my system every day. And I, I really love writing and hope to do that more in the future. But I'm a huge homebody too. I, if there's not a game on, I'm still at home reading the same <laughs> way you are.
0: <laughs> yeah, you won't find us out in the club
1: anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you need us, we'll be at home reading a good book. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: And like we said earlier, um, we're both huge Swifties. We oh, yeah. both got tickets to the Eras tour. Woo! I, my best friend got them for me the traditional way. Um, you know, just buying them through the Ticketmaster fighting in the trenches after waiting for six hours. <laughs> Bless her heart. She's the best ever. Natalia got them. The Great War. Them, oh, the Great War is right. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Natalia got them in a really exciting way. Do you want to tell the story of the podcast or no?
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can tell it. Okay. I I, I mean, it sounds a little anticlimactic, but I won it on a radio station by calling in, which was super cool. I... Um, literally lost my shit on the radio in a very cringy and embarrassing (laughs) way high key sobbed sorry for anybody who heard that oh my gosh um... I
0: heard it and it was it was so I just it was pure joy like it was joy in even though she says it's cringy I thought it was really
1: cute (laughs) it was definitely cringy but I will take the compliment I'm glad somebody (laughs) thought it was cute
0: so (laughs) I just think that's so awesome that you know out of all of the people that probably called into that radio station like you were the one that won
1: i i don't know i i have never had hardcore proof that miracles happen but that had to be one of them easily
0: (laughs) uh for sure i mean god the universe whoever you want to say was on your side that day
1: the tay voodoo of the world was on my side (laughs) But yeah, big Swifties over here. We're both going.
0: I'm going to Nashville, and you're going to Santa Clara. Yes. So if you're going to either of those shows, let us know. If you become a big fan, we'd love to meet you at the show. Our first,
1: our first fan meeting—that'd be so cool at a
0: Taylor Swift concert. Right? That would be so awesome. It would. You know, I wonder if Trevor Zegers is gonna go to the Eras tour. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I feel like I can picture him serenading Jamie Drysdale at SoFi Stadium as we speak. <laughs> I can picture it.
0: Oh gosh, I think the the Swifty hockey fandom just like broke the day that he put oh, his, yeah. his Spotify on his story.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like he's been asked about taylor swift before and i i was like okay dude like sure you're a Swifty. but i i think he kind of earned his spot in swift in the Swifty fandom last week
0: oh yeah he totally belongs it was his number one artist it wasn't like his number five artist
1: it was his. you number have to one listen artist. to so much taylor swift to have her be your number one artist so props to him
0: i just for that. i love that i love finding male swifties Because they're so rare, and
1: so when I find them, I'm like, "Yes, I love you! Join the fandom! They are a diamond in the rough. They are so welcome on this podcast. To all of my male Swifties out there, I love you wholeheartedly. (laughs) What about
0: besides Taylor Swift? What kind of music do you like?
1: That's a really good question. I, it's gonna sound so cliche. But I really can get into just about anything. I
0: feel like everybody says that. Anybody I know. That's why I said it was gonna become like Oh, what music do you listen to? They'll be like, oh I listen to that. I listen to
1: everything. That's just And then you're like, oh do you listen to this? And they're like, oh mm mm. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean like I think the only thing I can't get into is like streamo. Oh, I've never
0: been able to get into that either. I love it's just a
1: little too angsty. It's too much.
0: I love like pop punk and emo type music until they I start screaming like <laughs> I love the heavy guitar the heavy drums the like kind of angsty lyrics I love it
1: but you're like whoa bro turn it down if, let's not scream if they
0: start getting that gravelly screamy voice I'm like no absolutely not I'm out gravelly
1: you know is that that's
0: a good way to describe I know exactly
1: it. what you mean that's perfect <laughs> that's so funny
0: I also um you know just like Hallmark movies I unabashedly like country music <laughs>
1: I do too. Yes. You know what my bone to pick is, though, is, like, I live in Orange County, and I feel like no good country artists come here, like, on tour. Yeah, because
0: I feel like almost nobody in Southern California likes country music.
1: You know what? That's such a lie, though. Is it? I I think that people are, like you said... Kind of ashamed to admit that they like country music, but I'm telling you, if you bring like Thomas Red out here, he will sell out. 100%. I 100% love Thomas Red. How could you not love Thomas Red? He's the most <laughs> precious man alive.
0: He's so wholesome and sweet and just makes great music. I also, my other, probably my top country artist is Luke Combs.
1: I don't know of a whole lot of Luke Combs, uh-huh. but I'm gonna expect a playlist later so I can hear more He's of his music. Like,
0: He's almost like singer-songwriter country. Like he's country, but his lyrics could be like an Ed Sheeran song. I love that. You... I love Ed
1: Sheeran too. Oh, yeah, Ed, Ed is great. We if you're... This could honestly turn into a music. Podcast I know we're real quick. Tell, like keep
0: rambling about music.
1: You know who the other really good country artist is is Old Dominion. I and yes. The funny thing is, is that I discovered them through a post on Instagram by the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, so thank you Buffalo Sabres for introducing me to Old Dominion. You guys have excellent taste in music. Right,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, they're good. I like them. Okay, so you know a little more about us now.
1: Yeah, after 20 minutes of rambling, I think we can probably jump into what a typical podcast episode will be like one with a child.
0: You'll continue to learn more about us as we Oh yeah, the rambling does
1: not stop here. No.
0: (laughs) If you want an organized news style podcast, you are not the wrong one. If you want to listen to two girls ramble and talk to each other about hockey and also really random topics, this is the podcast for you.
1: Yeah. You found your you found your way here. Welcome. <laughs> we're we're accepting you with open arms. Yes.
0: For sure. And we're happy that you're here and that you're listening. Yes. Okay. So um we want to talk about kind of what a normal podcast will sound like. Kind of give you a preview of um you know what a weekly episode will be like. We we're, we're going to kind of have a consistent format, you know, the Topics will always be different, of course, but we're going to try to keep it kind of a consistent format so you know what to expect.
1: Yeah, so I think the first thing we'll do is cover some news around the league. Um, We are also going to talk about our silly little hockey topic of the (laughs) week because I think that's necessary. And um, we're also going to do a three stars of the week, but it's going to be a little bit unconventional. Um, Basically, we... We think that three star sh- three stars should be chosen based on the players on ice and off ice performance. So um, we will probably be sharing some wholesome stories, which we can't get enough of, and um, they won't always be NHL players either. We we definitely want to talk more about women's hockey. We want to talk about the AHL and the WHL, um, and just all around stars within hockey in general.
0: Yeah, there's, you know, obviously there's a ton of news coverage and podcasts and Instagram accounts and whatever about the NHL. It obviously gets the most traffic and the most uh, coverage, so we kind of want to speak into other, other parts of hockey and kind of inform people that may just care about the NHL to kind of get them interested in More hockey outside of the NHL because, you know, there's Team USA, there's, you know, there's women's hockey, there's all kinds of stuff. So we hope to kind of create a broader scope of stuff that we share outside of
1: the NHL. Definitely. That is the goal. Jumping straight into it, do you want to hit us with some of the news around the league this week?
0: Yeah. So um, you probably saw, if you're, you know, into hockey, uh, McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon is going to be out for at least four weeks he has an upper body injury so that's kind of uh, probably a pretty big loss for the Avs. oh yeah um so I I will be interested to see how they do without him and how he recovers we wish him a good recovery um and an easy recovery
1: hopefully very speedy
0: yeah and um along the same lines unfortunately uh Voracek of the Columbus Blue Jackets is most likely going to be out the rest of the season. He said uh, something along the lines of there's a slim chance that he'll return uh, for this season, but he's not planning his retirement. Um, He got a concussion, so, you know, we wish him well and we hope that he is able to come back next season in full force and, you know, just be ready to go
1: fingers crossed that he gets better really soon
0: yeah and um in some happier news we had a crazy (laughs) game this week on monday the 5th uh the canadians and the canucks played each other and it ended in a score of Canadians six canucks seven which is just crazy high scoring for a hockey game
1: oh my gosh it's insane
0: especially with with those two teams too No shade. (laughs) No, it's you know that's not what you expect out of a team like the Canucks. You don't expect them to score seven.
1: I mean, you don't don't expect that from anyone. Yeah, you don't expect that from anyone. (laughs) So I don't know. Goals.
0: I I did not watch that game, so I don't know if uh, there was bad defense or good offense or what it (laughs) was. A little bit of both. (laughs) Something happened, um, and the overtime. It went into overtime, which makes it even more exciting. And the overtime winner uh, goal was scored by Elias Peterson, and he scored it only 13 seconds into overtime, which is
1: he said, just "End wild. game. That's it. <laughs> Let's not take this a second further." It's like I hate overtime. Let's get this over with. Honestly, the sentiment is there. I feel the same way about overtime I and the shootout.
0: Hate when the Caps go into overtime. Because they almost never win when
1: they go into overtime. Caps, if you're listening, please spare Haley and win in overtime just once. We don't ask for much. it's
0: It's a rare thing this season. It's like whenever, if I'm not watching the game, I get notifications from ESPN or NHL. Yeah. And if I see, you know, Caps overtime, I'm like, oh. Game's over.
1: Call it a loss. Here we go. Speaking of teams that have a very hard time winning in overtime, my Ducks did get the OT win last night against the Canes. Woo! Woo! -woo! Woo! Cue the air horns again. And I was there in person, which I, like, I don't know if I'm their bad luck charm, but I feel like whenever I'm there, they never win, so it's a moment in history for sure.
0: Yeah, but they don't win when you're not there, so I don't think it's you. Yeah, yeah I love the Ducks. They're great. They're lovely. Every team is great, but whoo, they're struggling oh, yeah, this they're season.
1: Lord tonight. have mercy. You know what we will win? Bedard. Yeah. <laughs> we will win Connor Bedard and he will be on our team and it'll be a great moment in Ducks history. Oh yeah,
0: that'd be great. We'll see you what You were I there. Was. How was that? Here. Was it a super exciting overtime win or?
1: It was exciting. I... The funny thing was is that Ryan Strom's OT winner goal was so slow; it felt like one of those like slow burn romance books where like he hit he was approaching the puck slow so slowly, and normally you hear the entire crowd of like shoot shoot the puck. I swear to God, the entire arena was dead silent. Oh, wow. And. It was, it was a really cool moment because I feel like he all of a sudden hit the puck and it went in and then the crowd just like erupted in cheers. It definitely felt like a moment that you'd see in a movie.
0: Kind of felt like everything so was, was in very slow cool motion in and like the camera zooms in yes. on, on Strom. <laughs> just like skating really <laughs> slow. That's so interesting that he approached it so slowly. I wonder why.
1: I feel like in a in a lot of ways, and I've heard this in the past where people say that when it comes, and not that this was a shootout, but when it comes to shootout goals, the slow approach makes it so that the goalie can't really see what's coming, mm. and I have a feeling that that's why it ended up going in, because I got the sense that he had no clue where it was going when it went in, but it was wow. very cool to see in person. I've that's never so seen fun. a goal approach that slowly, so that was very wow nice that's so cool and i Speaking love being a
0: shootout can we talk about zegris's shootout goal earlier like it was like last week i think it was just like so effortless like he skated up so slow and then just like flicked it in with his wrist Casual. just like eh,
1: whatever i actually It was so saw... cool if you
0: haven't seen it look it up on youtube because it's pretty sick
1: we'll post it on our story so that you can see oh, yeah. it perfect. yeah perfect um, I actually saw this morning that the NHL compared it to a, I don't know when, and I'll have to look it up, but compared it to a goal that Patrick Kane scored in a shootout oh. a while ago, which is actually really cool because I know that that's a player that Z grew up watching and really that's awesome. um, was inspired by in his playing style. So I thought that was super cool. It was almost identical, just scored on the opposite side. That's awesome.
0: Um, I love those so stories to when the like young players get to either be on the same team as or get to meet or you know play like their uh, like somebody that they grew up watching and admiring. I think that's so cute and just so lovely and wholesome.
1: Yeah, definitely. We are big I fans think...
0: of wholesome stories on this podcast.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> which is the perfect way to intro our three stars, yes, because our three stars this week, there are so many wholesome stories, one in particular, which is our third star, if you want to share that story. Look at that,
0: we are so good at podcasting, we just naturally (laughs) created a segue.
1: I love that for us, (laughs) look at us, we're already pros and it's just our first time. Alright, so
0: our three stars of this week, our third star, you probably won't even recognize the name, his name is Zachary Wirtz. He is a nine-year-old hockey player. He was a liver transplant survivor um, in 2020, uh, was when he had his surgery. So good for him. We love that for him. He's perfectly healthy and happy now. Wow. Uh, and due to make a wish, he got to be signed to the Flyers for two days. Um, he was the you know youngest NHL player the Flyers have ever had. Um, He had a two-day contract, and he got to practice with the team um, and skate with them and, uh, you know, shoot with them, and it was just so much fun. There's some videos on um, the Flyers' Twitter if you want to check them out, Um, and Morgan Frost asked him to autograph a puck for him, which was so cute. They gave him his own jersey with his number, he autographed the puck, and, you know, Morgan was pretending to be so excited that he autographed <laughs> the puck for him. It was just so cute and so lovely, and we just love stories like that. I love hockey players with kids. Oh,
1: same. That could be an entire podcast episode of its own. Maybe
0: it will be. We'll just talk it about might be. cute interactions of hockey players <laughs> with kids.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned for that. I'm, I mean, honestly, Zachary might be my favorite player in the league now. Right, right. I, I think so.
0: As Boy, as soon as you are eligible, we're, they're going to sign you for a full <laughs> as contract.
1: As they should. 100%. <laughs> Keep up the we good will, work, Zachary. We'll see him on the flyers in like 10 years. <laughs> and he'll already have practice with the team, so right? it'll be perfect. That would be so, so, so cool if he actually got signed It'd under. be such a cool, like,
0: full yeah. circle moment. I love that. So good for you, Zachary. Keep up the good work. Keep skating. Keep practicing. You're going to be a star one day.
1: He's already a star for us.
0: You're already our star. (laughs) You're going to be an NHL star one day.
1: That's my boy. That's my star. (laughs) Keeping the stars going with our number two star, we... Could not not choose Jason Robertson because he's been on mm-hmm. a tear lately. Man is on fire. In 26 games, he's scored 23 goals and 18 assists. And not to mention the fact that four of those goals were game winners. Um, I mean, he's just just a true
0: talent. Like, oh, 100%. he could be, you know, the next great after. You know, Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin retire. You know, Jason Robertson could be up there and it's so as cool one of the greats for sure.
1: It's so unexpected. Like I, I know that he wasn't I play fantasy hockey and I know that he wasn't taken within the first, you know, couple of rounds, which is so yeah. cool because he's like this underrated yeah. talent that just came from nowhere. Um and it's super cool to see that on the stars because I know that the stars don't tend to be the team that everyone is always talking about like it's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: um the bostons or the Avs from last year i think it's really yeah. cool to see and i mean he's from arcadia which is super close to i mean i wouldn't say super close but close enough to where i live so it's super cool to see oh um, southern california kid california. yeah <laughs> it's really awesome to see and i hope that he continues to have so much success because um, it's really fun to watch him play.
0: Yeah, Jason Robertson, he leads the league in goals as of right now, as of today, December 7th. He leads the league in goals. He's tied for second place in game-winning goals, and he ranks third overall in points for the season. It's insane. So, it's insane. Uh, yeah, we have so much of the season left, so I'll be really interested to you know look at his stats at the end of the season and just see those numbers climb uh,
1: yeah I know his streak has continued him and Mitch Marner are, are tied and they're they're both going I think 18 games with with points in every single one of them wow that's
0: amazing so, <laughs> like,
1: we'll that's see so by the next cool. time we do a podcast episode if he's continuing the streak but I hope he does because it's really cool to see
0: Yeah, we'll have to. Now I feel like him and Marner are kind of in a competition now. We'll see who does it. Who's going to drop out first? Hopefully it's
1: not Mitch because he's on my fantasy team and I'm really, really rooting for him. (laughs) He was a great pickup. I'm stoked about that one. That's awesome.
0: Okay, and then our uh, number one star. We do want to give a little bit of a content warning for our number one star. Um, This story does involve... um, mentions of suicide so if that's something that bothers you um you might just want to skip forward a little till we're done uh giving our number one star
1: yeah so we saw this last week and we just felt like it needed to be shared um this whl team the wheat kings out of brandon um three of their players actually saved a man's life last week which definitely warrants a number one star um so calder anderson jake chayson um i think they're
0: we hope we said that right chayson maybe yeah
1: totally gonna butcher um they were the uh
0: anderson and chayson sorry sorry jake i hope we're saying (laughs) your name right we'll just call him jake Um, moving forward They were the two that were most involved in um, the story, but uh, the captain of the team, Nolan Ritchie, and player Ben Thornton were also present. They were all coming back from a volunteer opportunity that they were participating in. And um, they saw this man on the bridge, um, kind of standing precariously near the edge. Uh, So they pulled over and um, Calder Anderson kind of a couple of feet away from the man, but just started talking to him. Um, you know, we don't have video or reports of what was actually said, uh, but he said he did talk to him while uh, Chayson called um, the emergency services, called the police, um, and then uh, Anderson continued to talk to the man until the police arrived. He didn't want to uh, get too close to him because he was in a very dangerous position and Anderson didn't want to put himself in danger. Um, So he, uh, the police ended up eventually pulling the man back Um, and so he's still alive because of these players pulled over and stopped and talked to him and helped him. And I just think that's so incredible that they had the heart to do that and that they were able to be successful in that.
1: Definitely, definitely. I, I can't even imagine how much empathy and compassion it takes to be there with someone while they're going through that. And we just wanted to give this, you know, these players props for being there for this man in his time of need. And um, speaking of that, we we think it's a, a really good time to mention the fact that, especially in our first episode, we really want this podcast to be a safe and inclusive place for all of our listeners. And We want anybody listening to know that we're always here to support you guys in any way we can. So um, we hope that you guys know that our DMs are always open and you can always reach out to us if you're feeling down or alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also just want to take the time to provide the suicide hotline numbers um, just so that you guys have them in case you ever need them. Um, Yeah. So for the U.S., it's 988 and in Canada, it's one eight three three four five six four five six six. 456 4566
0: Yeah, we'll put those in our show notes as well. Um, yes, if that's absolutely. something that you or a loved one need, please don't be afraid to reach out. Um, it's something very close and near and dear to both of our hearts. So uh, we want you guys to... Um, You know, just be in a place where that's not something that's on your mind, and we want you to get the help that you need if that's something that you need. So just, you know, reach out if you need help. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to the hotlines. Reach out to us. We'll help you the best we can. We're always here for you, and you have loved ones that are there for you as well.
1: Yes, couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was
0: very serious and heavy, I know. We're, I know! We, we usually won't be probably quite as serious and heavy, but we just, uh, Natalia sent that story to me on Instagram, and we were like, yeah, we definitely need to talk about this yeah. this week. That's that's so great. So, huge props to Anderson, Chiasin, uh Richie, and Thornton on the Brandon Wheat Kings. You guys are awesome. You're lovely people, and... Wish you a great season. Yes. And hope you play well. And to the man, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're getting the help that you need and the resources that you need and that you can be in a better place soon. Definitely. Definitely.
1: I think that might be it. Yeah.
0: That's about all we got for you guys.
1: Um,. You want to
0: plug our yeah stuff all? it feels yeah. a little
1: funny going into like a shameless social media plug, but I know we're like oh somber, <laughs> and somber. But follow us on Instagram. See you on TikTok. <laughs> um, basically, you can follow us anywhere, everywhere at What the Pod. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, TikTok,
0: YouTube. Yeah, yeah, all the things. We'll see you there. Yeah, tweet uh, tweet us with if there's anything that you want to hear, if there's anything that you absolutely hated in this <laughs> podcast, or you want us to stop talking about, or if there's things that you want us to talk about, or you have uh, feedback to give us, or you want to elaborate on something that we said, tweet us at What the Chill Pod. Um, follow us on Instagram, um, and make sure that you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify um, wherever you might be listening, subscribe, uh, rate five stars, leave a review. I know it's only the first episode, so you can listen to a few more (laughs)
1: before you leave a review, but. Or you can be an overachiever. You can hit us with that five-star review and then come back and make sure you you actually feel that way later on. Yeah, you can always change it, but don't. Please don't. (laughs) We like five stars here.
0: We appreciate
1: it. And, um, I think that's about it. I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. All right. We'll catch you next week.